Hello, ladies and gents. This is Mike Hedley on the Hedley Group Real Estate Show. This is a podcast designed for real estate professionals who's thinking about getting a career in real estate or who's already been in the business. We'll learn some great tips and tricks from the professionals and the veterans. Continue to tune in. Hey, ladies and gents, this is Mike Hedley on the Hedley Group Real Estate Show. We thank you all for tuning in. We got the talented social media marketer, business coach, as well as social media influencer, Giselle Ugardi, who's given us great tips and insight on how she developed her business as well as helping others. Tune in. Hey, ladies and gents, this is Mike Hedley on the Hedley Group Real Estate Show. Like I always say all the time is, uh, you know, we geared towards real estate, but when I say we have a treat for you all today, we got somebody that can take your business at a level where you'll say, wow, why didn't I hire her before? We got a performance coach. She is a professional speaker, influencer, marketer, clubhouse queen. We're going to give a warm welcome to Giselle, Giselle Ugardi. How you doing, ma'am? I'm so good. I'm so good. Happy to be here. Uh, happy that we connected because of the power of Clubhouse and social media. Clubhouse. I like to say that if you are not taking your relationships online, offline, then you are seriously missing mm-hmm. out. So good for you for for reaching out and getting yourself on my calendar. And here we are. Now, now, now without, again, one thing about our show, we, we keep it honest and we keep it real. Did I know Miss Giselle before we did this? No, not at all. And like she said, Clubhouse, the power of Clubhouse. I went ahead and slid in her DM the nice way. And I asked her, hey, listen, my audience would love to hear what you got. She said, let's do it. I mean, she didn't give me no hesitant talking to my team. She said, let's do it. And I want to thank you again for that. I appreciate you. And that's the thing for anyone who's listening and they're going, what the heck is Clubhouse? Uh-huh. It is the, the latest social media platform. It's invite only, but it's easier to get in than you think. And once you're in, you are the content. It is completely drop in audio. So makeup mm-hmm. optional, pants optional, mm-hmm. and it's still relatively small. There are over a million users, but you start to see a lot of familiar faces and get content that is based off of your interest. And so there are a handful of rooms in there. Rooms are, are what these conversations are called. And there are a handful of rooms and clubs that are all about real estate. And it's not pitching, it's not salesy, Mm -hmm. it is truly people who want to connect and who want to make each other better. And so because you were associated with that group, right away that gave you the the credit, the referral, the endorsement, Mm -hmm. where I was like, okay, he's on Clubhouse, he's part of this club, absolutely, my time is yours. So I'm cool. grateful that we were able to to do that. I'm grateful to Clubhouse for connecting us. If you're mm-hmm. not on Clubhouse, get your ass on Clubhouse. That's right. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. It really, mm-hmm. it really truly is. And I'm so proud of the real estate community for coming together in the way that they have to help each other from all over the world. So, so and that's, that's a great thing. So we're going to tap into all this good stuff that you can offer and some of the things that you've been doing. Now, I see that you were, you just kind of, got powerful and strong on TikTok about a year, year and a half ago. And what caused you to say, well, let me take advantage of this. And what has it done for your business? Oh my goodness, TikTok. Well, first of all, let me just say for anyone who's rolling their eyes at TikTok, I just mm-hmm. want to say, if you think it is kids and dancing and that's it, you have not been on TikTok long enough. Mm-hmm. But also I was I was under that notion as well. Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, our Lord and Savior, Gary Vaynerchuk. I like that guy. I'll be <laughs> said, sliding his DM too. 
yeah, yeah. yeah, he said, he said to get on TikTok mm -hmm. and, and then I heard it from somebody else and somebody else. And to be totally honest with you, I downloaded the app and deleted it three times wow. before I finally was like, oh, and the light bulb went off and I began to okay. understand the power of this platform where unlike any other social media platform, you have the ability to get your content in front of hundreds of thousands of people who don't follow you. That's the beauty mm. of the platform. When you sign in, there are two feeds. There's your following feed and then there's mm. the for you feed. And the for you feed is a feed that is entirely customized for you. It mm. is feeding you content at random. And this is the default feed. Mm. And, and so I like to say that it knows you better than some of your best friends and family, because it's not just based upon what you like and who you follow. It's based upon the type of content that you're watching the most, even mm. if you're not actively or publicly engaging with it. Mm. And that's how it understands your preferences. And so in the span of less than a year, I was able to hit a hundred thousand followers. I was able to. Oh, oh, oh just say, I got I got to stop you. Yes. Now, on our show, we stop people to get a round of applause. Give your flowers. <laughs> say that one more time. How many? In the span of less than a year, I was able to get over 100,000 followers, get verification on the platform and do so with a targeted audience that for me, Everyone, you know, I'm sure I have a couple of kids in there, but I do not dance. Mm. And and all of the customers who I have obtained from the platform mm. are more so over the age of 25 and are in that demographic of influencers, entrepreneurs, forward-facing executives who I want to work with. I work with a lot of realtors on this platform okay. along with other mm. ones. But what I what I especially love about it is I feel like most people who get on the platform still don't know people from their real life who are on the platform. Don't get me wrong. I've made best friends, lifelong friends from this platform, but mm -hmm. I could still probably count on one hand, which of my friends from real life are on this. Whereas if I think about Facebook, Instagram, everyone and their mom are on those platforms. Right, right. And so there's kind of this sense of anonymity on TikTok mm. where you can create and, and be more creative and, and be more true to you and explore. And, and if you want to dance, you can dance. Correct. And even though your content is potentially going to be shown to thousands, hundreds of thousands of people, there's mm. still this, this ability to be able to start fresh. And mm. that was actually even a way that, that a new branch of my business took off where previously I focused a lot on mindset and motivation and mm. performance coaching. Okay. Now, letting me step into my power as a business professional, as a leader, as a marketing expert, where I was able to experiment and explore my online offerings, my digital coursings, going live. A lot of people mm. are afraid of going live. Mm -hmm. And when you get a thousand followers on TikTok, you can go live. And at 1001 is actually when I was able to make my first sale and bring in my first client because people could see who I really was without mm. any sort of filters. And, mm. and now, I, it's so crazy to say it, but TikTok really has changed my life wow. to the point to where I've had partnerships with TikTok. I've, I was recently featured as an expert for part of their official creators portal. Mm -hmm. um, I have used it as a sales tool to get more coaching clients, mm -hmm. some of whom are from the world of real estate and my real estate mm -hmm. clients. A lot of them have more followers than I do now. Okay. And they have been featured in publications like Buzzfeed and, and Yahoo, even Forbes. And so 
it, it really truly is an incredible place where you can raise awareness, you can elevate your brand. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you're at this place in your career where you don't really want to sell houses. Maybe you want to mm -hmm. be a speaker instead. Mm -hmm. Maybe you want to, rather than reaching your adult clientele, maybe you want to reach people in high school who think that they need degrees to succeed, but in actuality, they could go get their real estate license instead or come work right. for you. Right. So it allows for you to play and you can start fresh, kind of like if you were moving to a new city or starting at a new school. And, and with that, it has done tremendous things, not just for on a business level, mm -hmm. but on a personal level personal. for my clients okay. to step into who they actually want to be versus who they perhaps have routinely been waking up as every single day. Mm. I mean, you said so much that I have to unpack. L let me segment that down to real estate professional. Mm -hmm. What do you say to that broker or agent who's scared? You say, I don't have what you take. I might be a little too older. I might I might have a concern about my weight. I might be concerned about my hair is not, my makeup is not on this day. I don't have a fresh haircut. What do you say to that? I love that so, so, so much. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think with TikTok, it, it gives you permission to mm -hmm. be okay with being mm -hmm. just okay. Mm -hmm. And And what I mean by that is, again, you're getting, you're getting suggested content from people who they're just using their phones. If anything, right. I think sometimes the overly produced content on TikTok doesn't oh. perform as well. That's not always the case. There's, there's an exception Correct. to every single rule on the platform. Mm -hmm. But I like to say that my favorite camera is my phone. My favorite mm. editing tool is TikTok. My favorite tripod is my hand. And, and you're able to establish a relationship with your audience almost as if you were FaceTiming with them mm. versus putting together this, this beautiful video. And so the two words I use the most are extraordinarily average. Let me say that again, extraordinarily average. So some of the everyday experiences that you go through as a realtor, mm are actually the most relatable, or in some cases, the most impressive to somebody who might be interested in learning more about you or getting to know you. Mm -hmm. And and rather than thinking that you have to be the best of the best, the skinniest, the prettiest, the most wealthy, you know, there's this misconception with what the word authentic really means. And, and it's also just meeting your audience exactly where they are from mm -hmm. exactly where you are. Mm -hmm. And if you wanna show up all primped and pretty, you go right ahead, honey. But okay. if you want to show a new side of you and create content at home in your pajamas, you know, raw, you, you can do that too. There's really no right or wrong way to do it. But mm -hmm. the only way that you're going to get better and get more comfortable is by doing it. It's by doing and it. and I, I'll be honest with you, my first few videos on TikTok, I had the ring light. I didn't right. have any jump cuts. Mm -hmm. I had the perfectly coiffed hair and makeup okay. and, uh -huh. and the background was super clean and neat. But now some of my best videos were done when I was on the go, when I was in my car, wow. when I didn't have makeup on. And I have videos that have done well too, where, where I am all done up and that's, and that's fine too. But you, you just start to learn that if you just show up exactly as you are, if you know exactly who you're talking to, that's mm. the biggest mistake I that's see it. realtors making on social okay. media or people in general. The, the biggest mistake I see is you can have a perfectly manicured scheduled feed but if you don't know who you're talking to, mm. that is the biggest mistake you can make. Well, how do they find that? How do they find that? Thank you. 
if, if what you're putting out sounds manufactured, mm. it's really thinking about who is your ideal client? Who do you enjoy serving? Mm. And maybe you're not serving your ideal clients right now. So think about what that is. And my favorite example is my client. Her name is Quen Williams. And you can tell she knows exactly who her audience is. She knows mm. they're a first time home buyer. Mm. In many cases, they are a first generation home buyer. Okay. So perhaps their parents did not own real estate. Mm -hmm. They, they maybe don't have the best credit score. And so whenever she's making content, you can tell she is talking to them and answering the questions before they even ask it. She's helping them understand what your credit should look like, how much money you actually need to buy a home, what it takes to buy a home, how to find the perfect realtor because they've never worked with someone like that before. And okay. so right away, making herself approachable. She's making herself credible and she's even letting them into her home, whether she is, you know, eating popcorn mm, or cleaning her okay. house, okay. putting her makeup on for the day. Girl swears like a sailor, but that's her style. Exactly. That's okay. her style. Okay. And, and she, you know, it's very apparent that who she is on the screen mm -hmm. is who she is off the screen. Mm. So think about how do you conduct yourself with your clients? What do you talk about? What's the small talk? that you bring up? Do you talk about stuff surface level or do you go a little deeper? What mm. type of what type of things do you recommend to them? How much about your family do you reveal to them or your relationships? Is it a lot or is it a little bit? So really think about some of those conversations that you're having. Think about those questions that you're answering five, 10, 20 times sometimes in the exact same day and who is asking it. And think of that person in your head whenever you're writing, whenever you're talking to the screen, whenever you're publishing a video, think about who that person is. Because if you don't know who you're talking to, we're not going to know who's talking either. Good point. Good point. I, I've heard uh, authors do that. They'll, they'll have an image up so they know exactly who their audience is when they were pretty, pretty much writing their book in advance or a script writer. Question though, what do you say to uh, a, a professional, uh, a realtor, or, or a real estate professional who would say, well, for Giselle, my, my clients can be anybody interested in buying a house. It could be an older person, younger person, like white, Hispanic. Uh, so how do you, like, how would I niche myself when I'm cutting off the other segment who might be interested in using my services as well? That's such a great question. When you are imagining your ideal client, that mm -hmm. doesn't mean that that's going to be your only client. But the problem is when we try to please everybody, when we try to get everyone to like us, no one's going to like us because they're not going to be able to know who we really are. And it is possible to think of that ideal person in your mind without excluding anybody else. You don't have to say in your caption, Hey, millennial, first time buyer, okay. first generation <laughs> home buyer. Yeah, exactly. No, because there are plenty of other people who mm. are exactly where they are at, but they might be at a different age in their lives. Mm. So for example, just because in your head, you're thinking of a millennial first time home buyer, mm. there are plenty of other first time home buyers who are in that situation. There are plenty of second time home buyers where they ran into that first home buying situation and they're like, oh my God, I totally remember exactly what that was like. Huh. I want to work with this person because they know the drama that I went through my first time around. Right. And Correct. they know that I don't want to deal with that ever again. Mm. There might even be someone who, who is looking at you and they have no intention of buying a home, but maybe they want to enter the real estate world and they go, right. I just love that person's style. I mm. want to work with that person. Exactly. One of my favorite people to follow on TikTok, her handle is After Hours with Amanda. 
and okay. after hours with amanda could not be more vanilla basic white suburban mom talks about nothing but parenting and her marriage okay i am an olive skinned single <laughs> plant and dog mom our okay. lives could not be more different okay and 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 she only talks to moms of TikTok, but she's still one of my favorite people to follow on TikTok mm. because I love leaning into her conversations. Okay. I feel like she is one of my friends mm -hmm. and I love how she tells stories. Okay. And so understand that that's a perfect example of someone who she knows who she's talking to. It's not me, but I'm still leaning into the conversation anyway, just because I can tell exactly who she is. And I know that that's somebody who I want to be around. Mm, wow. That, you you answered that one. That was a great one. Hey guys, thank you for watching our show. We're going to interrupt you real quickly. We are in the business of referrals. If you know someone looking to buy or sell residential or commercial here in the North Carolina area, refer us. We really appreciate that. Okay, uh, Giselle, uh, the question I wanted to ask you, which a lot of professionals who are, who are in the industry, some, uh, the dinosaur effect, and what I mean by that, they don't believe in innovation. Uh, they asked me, Mike, I'm okay. I've been always doing the things that I've been doing. Our social media gonna help me. What do you say to that? Oh my goodness. Where where to even begin for this? Look, if if you are established in your career, if at this point you are set for life and you don't need any more business, then congratulations. I'm really happy for you. But that is not how it is for most people. For most people, you're still attempting to get your get your name out there. You're still trying to find quality leads. You're still even maybe even figuring out who your ideal client is. You might even be in a transition where you yourself are realizing that you want to attract a different type of client. You also might be in a transition where maybe you're realizing, I don't want to sell houses anymore. I actually want to focus on coaching or speaking or being a thought mm -hmm. leader in this industry and in a different way. And, and for all of those, there is a different strategy involved, but I also want you to understand that social media, no, technically it's not a necessity. If you really want to work it, you can't, but I believe that we should work smarter and not harder. Mm -hmm. And if you have a healthy relationship with social media, and if you're putting yourself out there in a way that can actually attract the right client, mm -hmm. then you can sell in your sleep. This is a way that you can actually create a deeper connection with your community. You can elevate yourself in your city, your community, your industry, if you do it right. If you want it to be a highlight reel, if you want it to be nothing but sales copy and plastered houses, that's probably not going to do anything for you. Mm. But if you're using it as a place to give people an idea of who you are, what type of an agent you are, what your goals are, mm. then you're pretty much setting yourself up and your portfolio to be able to get those calls generated with very minimal effort. And I don't want portfolio to be mistaken as if, you know, it's just all of your listenings. No, I'm talking about the portfolio of who you are as a human being. Mm. There are different styles that work for different people. It's not a matter of you being better or not as good. Yes, you might sell more, but everybody has different goals and everybody has a different way of thinking. They have a different approach to how they speak. Some people are more introverted. Some people are more extroverted. Some exactly. people are more flamboyant and, and lavish. And some people are more reserved. Mm -hmm. And some people specialize in residential. Some people specialize in condos. Some people specialize in industrial. Some people, mm -hmm. you know, I can go on and on and on and on. Correct. 
but most people are making their decision to work with you before they actually talk to you. By the time they talk to you, that's the point where you can either lose them or you can knock their socks off mm. and, and establish a loyal client for life, possibly even a best friend. Mm. And, and also as a realtor, you have the social responsibility of being a community leader. And so your social media feed can show what your values are, what matters most to you, what businesses you support. And that is how you're going to attract more of the right people versus just whoever picks up your mail or on the sidewalk or, or, or any, any of that nature. I do believe though, that for those dinosaurs and, and for anyone who's brand new to real estate, I do believe that the best campaigns, the best marketing is someone who is fully integrated. Mm. And so that's why, you know, for me, I have experience on the personal, on the business, on the brand, but I also mm. have experience at the agency level mm. and media bridge advertising is where I definitely got the foundation of my marketing chops and where I okay. truly understood that the best campaign has a mix of traditional and digital. It's all in the matter of how you work it. In any situation, whether you're uploading social media or if you're buying radio or billboards, if you automate the system, then you're probably gonna get automated results. But if you handpick every single buy, if you are hands-on with every single post, then that's gonna allow for your, your voice, your, your voice and your face uh -huh. to be out there in the truest way possible. Mm -hmm. And so, so never, ever, ever automate. Um, make sure that you are hands-on or that you have hands an on. agency or, or someone who's working for you, that they understand your voice, who mm. your target audience is, so mm. that it's not just about getting your message out to as many people as possible. It's about getting your message out to as many of the right people as possible. And mm. don't even think about putting paid spend behind what it is that you're doing. If mm. you're not already organically putting yourself out there mm. online, on video, all so of that. Let me add to that. So would you say people that do blast posting? Terrible. Is that a good idea or a bad idea? It's a good idea. Would you you know, honestly, if if you're if you're doing it strategically, strategically. then I can't say yes or no. Okay. But if you're just throwing poo at the wall for lack of a better way of saying mm. it, the spray and pray approach, mm. absolutely not. Absolutely not. I might as well give pray and pray. I like that. And, and you can give me, you can give me that money. I, I could use it. I could, mm -hmm. I could use it towards something better. Mm -hmm. So, so I, I would rather you be strategic and work with someone who actually knows what they're doing versus mm. you just thinking, well, I have a lot of money, so let's just put as much money as possible, and that's who's gonna win. And it's, it, that's just not how it works. It's not how it works. So, mm -mm. speaking of that, are you being a, uh, uh, a coach? in the industry and you have so much knowledge with this digital this digital space how paint the picture or give us a, an, a, an experience you took somebody took her from a and now they are z based off of the skill set and the things you implemented oh my goodness that's a lot i mean <laughs> i know i'm like i'm like where do i even where do where i even begin? want to go gotcha. with this okay. you know um what do you, what do you, where do you think your audience would, would want to pull something the most so that I can give you like the best. Okay. Gotcha. Example? So, so say if, uh, um, okay. Jane Doe just started in social media. Like we talked about a minute ago, she, she's afraid she don't know exactly what the post, but she's a, a broker in Atlanta, Georgia, and her demographics may be 21 to 35 years old because she's a 25 year old female. 
so could you run with that information and come up with a package or an idea with oh of that? course oh of course okay. i want to make this as easy as possible so mm -hmm. that whoever is listening to this can have some tangible advice oh. so first things first is i'm going to ask you what platforms are you on right now mm. and usually there is one maybe two platforms that you can tell me right away and then there might be a three or a four or a five where you're like well i'm on it but i don't really post there or, i'm on it but i hate it mm. or i'm on it but oh my god it's it's just a dumpster fire i haven't posted it you know in months i don't even know what my password is so my first piece of advice is step zero let's pick a platform okay. let's pick one max two w what does that look like for for you think about that you probably know and and the one that's going to be the easiest is going to be the one that you already use on a regular basis mm -hmm. that you understand mm -hmm. and that you can show up as your truest self a lot of people will say, Giselle, where can I get the most reach? And I go, no, 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 hold on. It's not about getting the most reach. It's about how are you going to show up and where is your audience already? If mm. you're starting from absolutely nowhere, mm -hmm. <laughs> if you're Correct. like, I am on nothing. Correct. Okay. Well then in that case, I would say, let's start you out on LinkedIn. Let's play it LinkedIn. safe. Okay. And the reason why, and again, there's not a right or wrong here. You could go on Facebook and find millennials. You could mm -hmm. go on TikTok and find older people. Mm -hmm. It's it's not about using these platforms to figure out who, you know, who has the most of what age category. Mm -hmm. It is creating content that no matter where you are is going to attract the right people. Okay. The only reason why I jumped to LinkedIn first mm -hmm. is because right now on a lot of platforms, it is impossible to grow organically, meaning without putting money behind it, mm -hmm. um, because people want you to, to spend money. And so on platforms like LinkedIn, and this is also why I love TikTok, you have the ability to grow organically. Okay. Why? Because it, it created a system that allows for your content to be seen by people who don't follow you mm. on LinkedIn. For example, if I liked your post, mm. then what's going to happen is your post will then populate to the top of my feed. Now, all of a sudden my network is seeing your content mm. and that could be an hour after you post, it could be six months after you post. And that's another thing that I love about LinkedIn is your post is not going to expire after the typical 24 to 48 hours that you would typically see an Instagram or a Facebook post. Mm -hmm. It will last as long as people are engaging with it. Mm -hmm. So you could still be getting notifications from something that you posted months and months ago, but people are still interacting with it or sharing with it. Mm -hmm. So, so if you start from zero, I would say, go for it. Try that. If you are not at all comfortable with video, then mm. I would say, go to TikTok, go to TikTok, go. Okay. And, and if you don't have a production team, go Correct. to TikTok. Okay. Because I like to say my favorite camera is my phone. My favorite tripod is my arm. Mm. And, and here's the thing, even if you're not using TikTok to mm. generate quality leads, what it will do to your confidence, what, what it will do to your storytelling, mm. what it will do to getting you into the daily habit of creating video is nothing short of miraculous where I have clients who were dreading putting themselves on camera. Okay. And now all of a sudden it is, it is within their daily cadence to just create video. And then Correct. they can repurpose that video somewhere else. Or now they can have their production teams and they can get in and out of that studio because they are so much more comfortable with themselves and the way that they mm. have shown up on TikTok. And once again, that's one more of those platforms where you are able to grow and quickly 
because it's getting shown to people who don't already follow you. Wow. Wow. That's so you literally gave the blueprint for something. You gave somebody some golden nuggets without having a coaching fee being involved. Yeah, exactly. And you said that's what you do, right? You're a coach. So and we'll have more information. It's really important to to even say that success looks different for everyone. Correct. Because when you say, how do we get from point A to point Z? Like, hold on a second. Let's get Uh, from point A to point B first. Point B first. Or or maybe you're starting at C and we're getting you to D. Maybe you're starting at M and we're getting you to N. Mm. It, it really depends. And so so when we're, when we're really starting at A, that's how you get from A to B. And a lot of people might think that they're at L, but they have to go back to A mm. to B again, to really reset and have that framework of having that foundation of, okay, I'm gonna go all in with this platform. Mm. Rather than trying to do five and do it okay, okay, go on one and really, really hit it and get comfortable with it. And then, and then add in another one. But for some of you, success is going to be generating a lead for some of you success is going to be attracting new agents to your brokerage for some of you success is Mm. going to be being able to upload a video without 15 20 70 takes Mm. so so you know understand that your success marker is going to look different than my marker but both of us are still kicking our butts and doing things that make us uncomfortable and it's going to be progress the worst thing you can do is get so overwhelmed in the picking which one you're going to do first or trying to understand what your first step is going to be and then a week later we're still having this conversation and you haven't even gotten started Mm. so so do you say just ending off with that do you say that uh uh people's biggest challenge is actually getting started which you said earlier is that the biggest thing the biggest hurdle Absolutely. It it is feeling overwhelmed. It is spreading yourself out too thin. Mm -hmm. It is getting really excited and thinking that you can upload multiple times a day, every single day to every single platform. And then you Mm -hmm. get burnt out after three days. And the next thing you know, you haven't uploaded in six months. Uh, It is, it is that the, the thirst trap of comparison of your mm -hmm. feed, thinking that you need to be like everybody else. It is, it is expecting a direct result overnight and it not happening. And, and so it's the, it's the people who they barely even start or they don't even start and they exhaust themselves in, in all of the different steps. It's like, I have clients, for example, that say, Hey, I really want to learn how I can market my book. I want to be a New York times bestseller. I want to have the the biggest, best book in the entire world. Like, okay, well, have you written the book yet? Like, no, but I just want to know like how to market it. I'm like, go write the book and then we'll come up with the marketing plan. So go shoot the video, go upload the video. And then we'll come up with a better strategy. But if you're not comfortable with creating the content, then it's going to be really hard to create a strategy if you're not willing to put in the work to create the content. Wow. Wow. That's I mean, that's so powerful here. Miss uh, Giselle, like I said, I know your time is very, very uh, short here. But we usually ask all our guests to provide two golden nuggets they want to give to the audience, whether it be quote, scripture, or good book. I know we're talking about social media here, but anything you want to provide to our viewers they can, you know, be like, I, I like, I like what she's saying. The first is, is the quote that changed my life. And that is the Jim Rohn quote. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Mm-hmm. And let me say that again. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, mm-hmm. not the ones who you want to spend the most time with, not the ones who you admire the most, but who are you actually spending the most time with. And I challenge you to write down that list of five people for your real life, but also write down that list of five people who, who, for who you're consuming on social media. 
because that can also determine perhaps why you have an unhealthy relationship with social media or why you're not generating the progress that you'd like, because mm. perhaps you are surrounding yourself with people who all look the same, who all deliver the same, who all tell stories in the same way. Uh, perhaps you are only surrounding yourself with people who think the same way. And so you need to switch it up. And I encourage mm. you to follow people and to surround yourself with people who aren't in your industry, mm. who you don't work with, who don't care about success in the mm. way that you do. Maybe mm. you have someone on that list who grounds you, who makes you see success and results in a way that has nothing to do with money and transactions, who, who get you to, to be rather than just do. Mm. So really take that to heart and, and shift and reset that five accordingly. <clears throat> and then the next thing is to create a piece of content right now. And I think we get caught up in what that looks like, creating okay. content, mm -hmm. when really it is simply capture a moment, mm. capture a moment. Okay. And it could be something as simple as screenshotting this podcast on their phone mm -hmm. and reposting it to your Instagram stories, letting people know what this episode did for you. Mm. Maybe it was a quote that I said, maybe it was right. a question that Mike asked, but sharing this, Providing the link, that's that's simple. That shows Correct. that you are doing something to educate yourself, to enhance what you do, to connect deeper with your people. So something as simple as screenshot this episode, share mm. it, tag me in it. I'd love to see it. Mm. Wow. Wow, powerful. <laughs> Let me ask you this here, and I always ask every guest this. Is there a question that you wish I should ask that you want to answer? Is there a question? Yeah. <laughs> I wish you'd ask me that. Oh man, I, it, I guess it would be, how do you, how do you balance personal sharing mm. and business sharing? I, like I get that, that a lot that from down. realtors. Okay. Okay. I get that a lot from realtors. Mm -hmm. Um, they might, for some of them, it comes in the form of, you know, I typically post my properties, but then whenever I post about myself, I get more likes. So Correct. how much more of myself should I share? Or, or they will ask, you know, I, I want to build my personal brand, but I also have my business brand. What do I share? Or maybe it's that you have another hobby. Maybe you are a realtor, but you're also a musician or mm -hmm. you have a, a knitting collection or an Etsy mm -hmm. shop or who knows. Mm -hmm. And so with that, I, I want you to, to always go back to humanizing it. Mm -hmm. Think about, you know, during that time when we could sit in the same car with our clients <laughs> And when we could go out to dinner and, and sit less than six feet away from each other. So long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What was yeah. that like? I don't remember. Correct. I know. Right. But, but think about what are the types of things that you talk about mm. with your client? Do you talk about your family or not? Do you talk about your hobbies or not? Chances are you probably do. Chances are that's how you connect on a deeper level. For example, if you know that your ideal client, they are looking for that home for their family, you know, their forever home, then if you have children, you talk about your children or mm. you talk about how having children changed your perception of the world, or you talk about the school districts, or you find ways to tie yourself and your personal story in it. If you are someone who maybe your target is millennials and their first home, if you yourself remember that feeling of what it was like buying your first home, share that, share, mm. share that part of it. Something that I talk about very often with my audience, because 
I know that that part of it is humanizing and part of it is is going through transition is is I will use the example from all of my realtor clients that for me, for example, I am that millennial home buyer. I am that Mm. single female home buyer Mm. that we're seeing more and more of in this day and age. And and I share some of those feelings that I went through Mm. where I say, listen, I was so proud of myself when I bought my first home, Mm. but it was also really emotional for me. Because I, in some ways I was grieving this dream where I thought that I was supposed to buy this home with a partner. I thought that I was supposed to wait for someone to give me permission to do something like this. Not to mention, I also had no idea what the heck I was doing. Okay. You know, I didn't know how much money I needed to put down on a, on a mm. house. I didn't know how much house I could afford. I didn't know what, what property values were. I didn't know what a decent HOA, mm. sound, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know. Mm. So always go back to what, what, what is that person on the other end thinking? Mm. And what do they want to know about you to get their decision to work with you to be a lot easier? What do they need to know you can relate on that you can understand them with? Mm. What are the stories you need to tell? What are the pieces of your life that you should share? What are the core values that you need to weave into every single thing that you do? Always go back to just remembering that even though we can get really frustrated with the numbers of likes and the numbers of views, there's a human on the other side of that screen. Mm. And who, not what do they need to hear? Who do they need to hear from? And that's you. Wow. I mean, I'm just sitting here in awe. Like I said, I'm writing notes down as a student, which I will be talking to you myself, what I can do in my business. Um, first, we want to definitely, uh, everybody watched our show, particularly the ones who are in professional space, being a realtor, thinking about getting a realtor, her services are for use and for hire. We'll have all her social media handles and platforms so you can reach her in the segment. But I want to thank you uh, for coming on the show because definitely you enlightening, enlighten my audience. And you are an alumni to the show now. Hopefully we can get you again. Um, again, we have uh, Miss uh, Giselle Ugotti. She is uh, a coach, marketer, and a social media queen. And we're happy to have her on our show. And we share the best. And thank you for being there for us on the Heady Group Real Estate Show. Okay. Appreciate you so much. And if you haven't listened to my brother James's episode, highly right. recommend. Go go mm-hmm. support my, my brother, my mentor, my friend, mm-hmm. my friend James, the Zillow Killer. Zillow Killer. We just had him on the show. I mean, got killed it. So awesome. Hey, gang. I hope you really enjoyed that show. Our guests provide us some great tips and insight, and please support them on all social media platforms. And while I'm saying that, support us on all social media platforms. And don't forget, watch the entire video on YouTube. We'll see you next time.